Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey listeners, it's Rebecca, and you're about to hear me and the podcast in just a minute, but I wanted to let you know I had some weird wonky mic issues, and so it doesn't sound terrible. It's not as bad as like an off-camera confession from one of the housewives where you struggle and strain to hear more. It's better than that, but not ideal. So sorry about that. Enjoy the episode. Welcome to Criminality. It's a podcast about (laughs) (laughs) reality TV, true crime, where those things intersect. I'm Rebecca. Hi, Melissa. Hi, Rebecca. I'm Melissa. (laughs) How are you? I am great. I froze. I forgot everything that we do, that we've done, that we're going to do. It's okay. But I'm, I'm happy to see you. Always happy to see you as well. Um, that was quite an introduction. I enjoyed it. Keep people on their toes, right? Yeah. Like, wait, I thought this was, wait, what is she saying? <laughs> it's the podcast. <laughs> Capital T. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Rebecca, huge week in true, true crime news, right? Oh my gosh. Melissa, I'm still reeling and just, it's surreal. Of course, we're talking about, or I assume we're talking about yes. uh, Adnan's, Adnan Syed's conviction being vacated which is is huge if anyone has paid attention to serial which i would guess a lot of our listeners have they right. know what this means and it's big it's so big i watched a clip on rabia's page last night just of him like eating some leftovers Sad, from the refrigerator yeah. yeah and i was just like my brain automatically is like refrigerators look so different than they did 20 something years ago you know what i mean like that's such a basic thing but everything's going to be so different yeah and the overwhelm is real for like i'm experiencing it on his behalf like i love that she's sharing these snippets because of course we're all just like dying to see him as a free man but i'm like does he need a minute like i don't know but it's like i trust rabia entirely sure because i know she cares about him the most so like she's only gonna do right by him but i'm just like I, I can't even, I dissolve when I think about the overwhelm for his family, for him. Like, how do you function? Yeah. How do you look at a fridge? How do you like social media? Like just the, everything. It's just going to be. The whole world is different. He was, it was pre 9-11 that he oh was my even gosh. sentenced. I mean, if you think of it like that, the whole world has changed. World. It's wild. Yeah. But I'm so happy. I'm so hopeful for him and that they'll find the killer and, you know. Yeah come what may that you know he will get a fair trial if that's the way it goes whatever but thank goodness something's being done absolutely and you know like i always say um which you know i don't say here but on dialogue like wrongful convictions are lose-lose on every side the victim loses absolutely you know the obviously the wrongfully incarcerated loses and someone who committed the crime is still walking or potentially incarcerated for something else but could have potentially uh, committed more crime so it's in right. everyone's best interest to really care and pay attention to wrongful convictions. So I think what Rabia has done with Adnan's story has like tipped the scales in terms of us caring. So that's absolutely that's the upside. But um, yeah, hopefully it's a trickle down. Yeah. I mean, I feel like it is more. I will say this is going on longer than I meant to. I'm sorry. But I will say when I first like learned about wrongful convictions it was so foreign to me because in my mind I thought this is like a very naive very young look at things but I thought if you get convicted there's obviously you know enough evidence you're obviously guilty not realizing 
you really could be convicted of something. And not only that, they could have the evidence just sitting there. They could have everything sitting there. But it could still take three years for them to process everything. So it's not, you know, an oversight. It's not an overnight sort of thing. So it just blows my mind. So she has done so much for him, obviously. And I think just wrongfully incarcerated people in general. She's amazing. A hundred percent. And I don't think you're alone in that. I think so many of us who've like been privileged enough not to be touched by like, you know, serious crimes. Yeah. Have that same feeling. Like if you're in jail, you belong there. It's yeah. a real uh, sobering moment when you realize that is in fact, not always the case in up to 25%. Yeah, it's terrifying. Like it's, it's, it's pretty alarming. So so yeah, that was worth spending a moment on. Um, we'll obviously be watching that super closely. Um, other yeah. huge news, I joined the ranks of Bravo Liberties and started a new hobby called Pickleball. You've heard of it. Oh yeah. yeah. How was it? It was really fun, Melissa. <laughs> I yeah. don't like sports. I don't like working out, but I really need a hobby. I've been told by a lot of people who love me and my life, and uh, I agree. <laughs> Um, so I thought this one, I don't know, just for whatever reason, it seemed compelling. And I went and I had a really fun time and I'm going to play again. Oh, that's awesome. Please tell me <laughs> Randall had nothing to do with this Look, decision. I'm not gonna, I need a promise. I'm not going to say he, he didn't have anything to do with it. He did, he did not have anything to do with it. I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Um, no, but I do think like people have made pickleball look fun. It's, a, it's thing a thing now. Yeah. And I've seen it and it's like, there's one of three places in all of New York City and it's right in my neighborhood. So I'm like, let me try. Oh, and honestly, yeah. my son plays and I want to do something with him before he yeah. goes to college that doesn't involve me, you know, yelling at him or nagging him. So we're gonna yeah, play yeah, sure. <laughs> I love it. That's yeah. so awesome. Um, well, I just also want to say before we get into today's episode, happy birthday. It's a little bit early, but when this comes out, it'll be almost just about your birthday. Yeah. Mm-hmm, yeah, it is. I am. I am having a birthday again. <laughs> Melissa, what's the alternative? I know it's a it's a privilege to get yes. older and the older I get, the more I really do feel that. And the more my TikTok feed is just like really um, women in like their 90s talking about all the things <laughs> they do to stay young. And so I'm like, it's my TikTok is on it for me. And so I'm like doing all these exercises of sitting down and standing up without my hands, like all this oh stuff they talk gosh. about mobility. There's a 90 year old woman, no, 99, no, 90 year old woman on TikTok <laughs> who I'm already forgetting, who looks 50, 60, something wow. like that. And she's just like adorable. <gasps> and she's always talking about just taking it one day at a time. She's like, she is my superhero this year. I am obsessed with her. If anything happens to her, it will be a dark day for her family, but also for me. <laughs> it will not be good. <laughs> will you share her profile with me so I can? Yeah, yeah, I'll find it. I don't I'm... think I follow her. She just keeps coming up because I spend so much time watching her TikTok stuff. TikTok has not like um, figured me out because I'm like so white. I obsessed. I think they're feeding me things that are making me feel <laughs> terribly old and terribly bad about myself. So I need more of that to like look forward. But I'm sure you've seen the woman whose face is chopped up, not chopped off, sorry, cropped out. Uh, so only her neck is showing. And she's the example. They're all giving all these dermatologists saying like, this is what happens when you neglect your neck with sunscreen. And it's, <gasps> she, it looks like 30 years older than her face. And you can only see the bottom of her face. I'm getting haunted by those images. And I'm just slathering on sunscreen every day on my I neck. I can't live in that world. I would shut my TikTok down <laughs> so fast. Mine knows me so well. I mean, it's almost <laughs> like comical at this point when I scroll, I'm like, thinking of where my brain is that day I'm like let's let's head to TikTok and it's all it's it's, it's beautiful terrifying. I mean absolutely getting my information <laughs> stolen every moment of the day but it yeah. is worth it for the moments of serotonin that it gives me that's like Instagram ads with me I'm like I did want a pale blue mushroom cardigan for fall <laughs> or at least I do now by now <laughs> that is actually en route to my house so with that shall we get into today's story oh this is perfect because I'm a fit person now oh um, yeah of course I play pickleball so this is gonna tie in today perfect uh, if you remember our clues were Malibu caffeine and Bentley we will get to all of them but first a little story once upon a time like that kind of story I like it there was a young girl growing up in beautiful Southern California, the daughter of two professionals, life was mostly good. Until at age 12, when the girl's parents divorced, she became depressed and found comfort in food, like many, and suddenly found herself 
at just five feet tall, weighing in at over 175 pounds. I believe it was at this moment that young Jillian Michael said, never again. And she committed herself to a strict lifestyle of a healthy diet and vigorous exercise and set on a path not only to stay healthy herself, but to help others who also struggled with weight to do the same. And she did. And it all went great. And there were no issues, no controversies, no lawsuits. The end. <laughs> okay. So for the real story now, because obviously we wouldn't be talking about Jillian Michaels if it began that way and if it ended that way. Melissa, I would love to know what your relationship is to Ms. Jillian Michaels and the show she's best known for, The Biggest Loser. Okay, so beginning seasons of Biggest Loser, I absolutely watched. watched. I'm trying to remember, are you going to get into when it came out? Because I have like feelings that it was like, was it before 2003? You don't have to tell me the year, but was it before 2003? It was 2004. Okay. Right okay, that makes sense. I remember being at my grandparents' house. My grandma passed away in 2003, so okay. my grandpa was still there. Let's get real dark here. <laughs> but I remember watching it and being over at their house. And uh, and Ali Sweeney was a host. And love her. She was awesome. And so I was really into it for a couple of seasons. But um, But that's about it. I kind of fell off after that. What were you into about it? Like, what kept you watching? Um, was I into heartwarming stuff then? I feel like I might have been into heartwarming stuff. I was grieving the loss of my grandmother, and I was mm. into heartwarming stuff. So, no, it was like people trying to make changes for themselves, for their kids, yes. stuff like that. And so it was extreme. And so you would – it was a time of extreme, right? That was like extreme makeover, oh, extreme yes. makeover home edition. That was like we were not going to do anything – slowly it was going to be quick and we were going to get results yes and what about jillian herself did you have feelings i mean i was terrified of her but um i didn't know that she grew up like having any struggles with weight or i don't remember that so yeah okay that gives her a little more credibility to me sure right so, yeah no I, that's a perfect segue because in theory i i talk about or i think about how jillian sounds like the perfect person to help people lose weight and get fit she did it herself so she has firsthand experience but she also that must come with it some empathy for someone in that situation right, right. um well i mean actually 100 percent wrong i think because <laughs> one doesn't need to know everything about the show the biggest loser to know that jillian michaels is pretty much i mean she really became the face of the show and mm -hmm. was the breakout star and how she became part of our collective pop culture consciousness so the basic format of the show which i have watched you know probably a handful of shows on so you're far ahead of me in terms of being a fan um but it did premiere in 2004 on nbc so for anyone who didn't watch, like me, who only saw maybe a little bit of it, quick refresher is that it's a competition show where overweight contestants compete to win a $250,000 cash prize by losing the highest percentage of weight relative to their initial weight. So it's not like a pound for pound competition. That wouldn't be fair. It's relative to their weight in terms of percentage. The contestants are broken into two teams. Each team has a trainer. And that person's job is to train, guide, motivate them so they meet their individual fitness goals and bring success to the whole team. And this is where we meet Jillian in season one. Straight out of the gate, she's really tough. And I don't see a lot of empathy or compassion coming right. from her, informing her work and her style. She's one of those, like, the pain just means you're doing it right types. And I know some people thrive under that and respond well to meaner trainers. Like, that's yeah. a thing. People seek that out. I am not one of those people. Me either no tell me I'm, how good i'm doing all the time i want to make you proud of me a hundred percent and it's hard for me to succeed under that i i kind of crumble so it mm. was actually also hard for me to watch the show because mm. i i think i would have loved the heartwarming aspect of it and i did but i i it was so hard for me to watch them feel ridiculed and belittled and made yeah, yeah. so small i think it's best if we hear for anyone who hasn't heard or maybe just forgets really what Jillian's style was like. So let's just take a quick moment to set the scene. You faint, puke, or die, keep walking. I don't care about makeovers. I don't care about your family. I don't care about anything. All I care about is that your gets smaller. That's all that I care about. 10 more, 10 more, 10 more, 10 more. I don't care if you both die on this floor. You better die looking good. Let's go. Back. 
It's a bummer. Guess what else is gonna hurt? Everything! All you need to do is work out and eat right. Shut up and listen to me. Now! You wanna quit? Do you wanna quit? Four hours a day of this for four months. You better toughen up right now. 10 push-ups. The only way you're coming off this treadmill is if you die on it. Do another one. Look, no can't. I don't want to hear I can't. Look your arms. That would to say that wouldn't work for me, it's beyond that. I would go one day and say, I'm done with this. I cannot do this. This none of that would work for me, even a little bit, because to me, working out, like you were saying, pickleball. I have to enjoy it. If I like only find it to be physically difficult and somebody's yelling at me in my face, I'm not doing it. The enjoyment part, that is going to come up later. So hold that thought. And when I saw this mashup, I'm like, there is nothing scarier. But then I saw another clip of her where she doesn't scream. And I'd like you to just watch one more clip and listen to one more clip five years i have done this show i have yelled and screamed a bloody murder at every contestant that has walked in these doors i haven't yelled at you in weeks why because you believe i can do it no laura because you don't believe that you can do it and you make me think that you can't why do i have a pervasive feeling with you that no matter what i do or what i say it's not gonna matter Laura's going to get sent home, and if I don't create some awareness for her now, nothing will change for this girl. Nothing. Nothing will be different. Laura, I'm about to do something so mean, probably the meanest thing I think I've ever done in this entire show. What's the weakest link on this team? Everyone answer the question and tell the truth. Laura. Tell the truth. Laura. Tell the truth. You're ultimately doing her a favor. You need to trust me right now. No, I mean, to have people just call me out by name, and I, I, I do not thrive in that. I do not survive in that. I, this is absolutely crazy. It, it seems cruel and unusual. And I'm like, yeah. oh, oh, like the scariest Jillian is the not yelling one. Who yeah. knew? Like that, oh man. Okay, that's like, it's like the parental version of like, they're not mad, they're disappointed. It's so much worse. Like the, yeah, yeah, yeah. the focused eyes on you, like I'm not yelling on you. And like, that's the problem. Ooh, right. Okay, so let's get back to this. So let's say on the surface, you're okay with this because the adults are willing participants, right? They agree right. to whatever challenges are ahead of them because they truly want to change. I mean, that desire is real and the cash prize doesn't sound so bad either, but it's primetime TV. And like you said, it was the era of extremes. So they can't just show what it actually looks like to lose a significant amount of weight through healthy eating and diet because that's boring and takes forever. And like, right. isn't a roller coaster ride well it is emotionally but it's not a tv spectacle so they have to do things like exploit the circumstances by putting the contestants in scenarios like them being alone in a room with a personalized refrigerator and by personalized i mean their name is on the front of it and inside is all their favorite junk food and then of course film it just watch that you know right. agony. They have temptation rounds where they're offered cash, fast food, luxury rest days to break their meals and fitness plans. And this is what they do on air that we see. <laughs> right, this right. It's terrible to me. But let's go back a little bit and find out how Jillian landed this role in the first place. Now, if you remember my opening story, Jillian had her own transformation, and that was sparked by a martial arts class that her mom signed her up for because she was not confident. She was being bullied because of her looks, because of her weight, and her mom wanted to boost her confidence. So she's signed up for martial arts class and it worked. I mean, she got healthy, strong, and confident. After that, she reclaimed her life, got through high school, went to college. And after graduating, she got a job at an LA talent agency. And I think that's interesting because she's always been a little bit entertainment industry yeah, yeah. adjacent. Like she definitely wanted to be in that world, but she hated the job. So she left it to become a personal trainer. And she must have been very good and she must have charged her clients a lot because in just a few years, she opened up her own gym called Sky Sport and Spa, coincidentally with um, like a fellow fitness expert named Jackie Warner, who went on to have a Bravo workout. show. Workout. I loved yes. workout. Yeah. I've never seen it. I've it was seen... good. High drama. I'm going to have to look into this and I don't know how that one never like made it into my purview, but uh, never saw it. Glad you did. 
So Jillian's whole MO is that these extreme results happen through relentless workouts and strict diets. I mean, she says it in one of those clips, you need to work hard, eat right, and listen to me. Like right. that's, that's the, those are the rules. And she makes it clear that that's what her clients have to do. And when she's asked why she's had so much success as a trainer, Jillian told Women's Health Magazine, I think there are a host of reasons, authenticity, passion, but another reason I think I'm so relatable is because I hate to work out. Melissa, remember what you said about enjoyment? Yeah. In what world does it make sense that this woman hates working out and has built an entire career and like empire around it? I don't get that at all. I can understand not hate, liking a couple of the workouts she does, but the overall feeling of working out, that doesn't make sense to me. Except maybe she's too extreme and crazy about it, and that's the problem. Right. So she's either that's either a lie because she works out aggressively, obviously, every day, or it's true, which makes me think you just like she hates herself. <laughs> yeah. Or she loves what it brings more than she whatever she hates about doing sure. it. Because a lot of people say about working out, but most of those people don't go on to become trainers and build their yeah. career. Around it. So that just is like I, I just immediately don't trust her. Right. Like if you hated <laughs> podcasting, would you right. start a second podcast? Do you, exactly. Like, there are things we both probably don't love about podcasting. Of course. But if overall I hated it more than I loved it or enjoyed it, then no, that doesn't make any sense for me. Right. Okay. So anyway, she's constantly on the contestants about doing more, doing better before she herself broke the rules right on the show. In 2013, there was a big scandal on an episode when host Allison Sweeney said, before you all step on the scale, there's something important that needs to be addressed. Last week, Jillian broke the rules and gave caffeine supplements to each member of her team without the doctor's permission. So I guess this could have been okay if the doctor had cleared it because right. you don't want to be giving your contestants supplements and right. aren't approved by a doctor. So the next episode, they had to do a do-over challenge and there was a penalty given to Jillian's team because of her action. Coincidentally, this was also the season that featured uh, American Idol Ruben Stuttered. Really? Yeah, and he had gone home the previous week. So he, so the other surprise of the episode was like, whoa, Jillian cheated. Whoa, Ruben's back because he was going to get a, a, a Got it. Second, like a second chance because of yeah. that. So when asked for a comment on the caffeine supplement incident, Jillian responded, I stand by my opinion. A caffeine supplement is significantly healthier than unlimited amounts of coffee. Yeah, my only regret is that my team, they're the ones suffering the consequences of my professional opinion. So she shows a little bit of ability to see that like this negatively impacted her team, but sure. she definitely, it, it suggests she thinks she knows better than the doctor. Absolutely. And also, what is the fun of a caffeine supplement? Like unlimited amounts of coffee is fun. That's why we drink it and we don't take supplements. Or yeah. It's just me. Okay. <laughs> but this little boo-boo on the show is not her first misstep regarding caffeine or supplements, or let's say diet aids this seems to be an area where jillian was getting into trouble off camera as well not once but three times now in addition to her work on the biggest loser jillian's business is growing beyond just her appearance on the show she is doing what every good reality tv star we know and love or hate does and capitalizes on everything and anything she can so in addition to workout dvds i think i have one i, I really i don't think i ever did it i think i turned it on and quickly turned it off and yeah. to a yard sale pile it went. But I, I do have, I can picture a cover in my house. Nine best-selling books. She also created and sold diet pills, which to me feels really antithetical to her whole message and right. about the work long, hard. hard road of, yeah, mm -hmm. hard work and diet and exercise. So she created these under an LLC with a company out of Utah called Thin Care. Oh, this has got skinny girl written all over it. Am I right? Yes. So even worse, they partnered with a research company to help prove the efficacy of these products. And that group is called Basic Research. Thin <laughs> and Basic Research. These do not inspire confidence in me as a consumer. No, Basic Research, is that the best you've got to offer me? Like, I'd like mid-level research, if anything. Yeah, we're not looking for superior research. We would like mm -hmm. just... Your average research. Run-of-the-mill research. Run-of-the-mill <laughs> research. That's good. Put a TM by it. <laughs> so I'm sure you'd like to know the name of the products that were the center of two class action lawsuits and one regular oh, one. Absolutely. Jillian Michaels Maximum Strength Calorie Control, 
Jillian Michaels Triple Process Total Body Detox and Cleanse, Jillian Michaels Maximum Strength Fat Burner. Three different <laughs> names for slightly different pills, but the promise was all the same. Take these to get a body like mine. Each of the bottles featured a smoking hot picture. Okay, I will give her that. The woman absolutely like, looks, she's beautiful, she's ripped. So she's got her picture plastered on all of them and people want them, of course. Right. So in the first lawsuit, the maximum strength calorie control claim, she and thin control were sued for false advertising. It was pretty straightforward. It was by individual consumers. The women who brought the suit said they followed the instructions and didn't lose weight. What were the instructions, Melissa? Quote, two capsules before main meals and you lose weight, dot, dot, dot. That's it. <laughs> I can't believe she did this, honestly. And like has the gall to be on a show about mm -hmm. all that they have to do to do it's I am I'm floored. I don't know if I should be or not. Maybe Yeah. I mean, the fact that she names it after herself right off the bat is already She's it's already like taken a, a turn partner in this you know no it's, it's and they're not good for lawsuits when it's like i didn't have anything to do with it well your name is literally <laughs> yeah, part of the time <laughs> jillian and her lawyer say hey there's a 30-day money back guarantee for anyone not satisfied with their results and that should be sufficient so as is the case so many times melissa we can assume she either is still fighting this which i doubt because it was like 2010 or more likely they settled out of court because I can't find a verdict for the case. Right. However, it is the lawsuit connected to the two other products that are much more disturbing. Both the triple process total body detox and cleanse, super catchy. Good job. Mm -hmm. And the maximum strength fat burner are part of a class action lawsuit that essentially say, yeah, the products work. That's the good news. The bad news, probably potentially lethal. <gasps> I know you're dying to hear more, but let's pause here for a quick break to hear about today's sponsors, which will never feature diet pills, we promise. Our show has been around for more than three years now, which is really something to celebrate. But when I think back over all of our episodes, one that really sticks in my mind, of course, is the one about the bling ring. There were literally teenagers breaking into the homes of celebrities and stealing thousands, if not millions of dollars worth of items. There is just something so scary about someone being in your home without your knowledge, even beyond just having your things taken. And that's why when it comes to home security, I only trust my home to Simply Safe. Simply Safe isn't just some old fly-by-night security system. It was actually named the best home security systems 2024 by the US News and World Report. On top of that, Newsweek named it best customer service and home security, which is really huge because if my house or the people that are in it are in jeopardy, I want to know that I'm speaking with people who are there to help me. We've had Simply Safe in my house for several years now, and Rebecca got her system last year, and there's a lot of comfort in knowing that I have indoor and outdoor cameras all around the house. And if you aren't sure whether it's something you'd actually use, you should definitely give it a try. There are no contracts and a 60-day money-back guarantee. Simply Safe has given me and many of our listeners real peace of mind. We want you to have it too. Get 20% off any new Simply Safe system when you sign up for Fast Protect monitoring. Just visit simplysafe.com/criminality. That's simplysafe.com/criminality. There's no safe like Simply Safe. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. So the lawyer who brought this class action lawsuit to the LA Superior Court, it was on behalf of many, many, many consumers, all of okay. whom didn't want to use their real name. So there, you know, for a class action, you have to have a, a lot of people. Mm. So the lawyer was attorney Kathy Hemsley, and she is suing, I've seen different numbers between five and 10 million. The claims are that these pills and Jillian and thin care and basic research failed to disclose that the main ingredients of Jillian Michael Maximum Strength Fat Burner allegedly combined to make a toxic cocktail. So nobody died yet, but their investigations showed people were getting sick. And when they had a medical team review it, doctors were like, this is really, really bad. Brave. So what was in it? One of the pill's ingredients was citrum arantium. Yep. I think. Know that one. 
potentially lethal, known to cause high blood pressure, serious cardiac problems in certain individuals. So I'm sure it depends on your makeup, your predisposition to certain things, right? Like sure. these are not just things people should be buying over the counter, taking casually. Yeah. As for the yeah. other product, the triple process total body and cleanse, Melissa, I'm sure you can imagine how this one might work. It's a cleansing. Oh, yeah, um, this is like those gummy bears that you can buy on Amazon that- Oh, no, no, no. It's, no? it's a pill, but it is it acts like a laxative. Oh, so that's what I mean. Those, there's these gummy bears on Amazon oh. and the all the reviews talk about how like, if it you eat one, you just need to be in the bathroom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I think this was like pre-gummy era when everything was still unfortunately a pill, but it contained a potentially lethal combination of toxic ingredients that basically people took it knowing they were going to have yeah. serious um, bathroom issues, Trips. Mm -hmm. but they weren't, yes, they weren't expecting the ulcers, the nausea, the vomiting, the fevers, the dehydration and liver damage. <laughs> not funny. Whoa. The class claims this is not how consumers expected to be detoxed and cleansed. I would agree. Another thing they didn't expect, toxic ingredients, especially because Jillian and ThinCare claim that these pills, quote, make weight loss simple without harsh chemicals or laxatives. Well, that's interesting because the lawyer, Kathy Hemsley, says, I would like to know then why do these pills contain Irish moss powder, whatever that is, yeah, a red seaweed extract, which is used in gel form to dissolve ice on airplane wings, Sounds safe for consumption. <laughs> Buckthorn, an aged bark that's so dangerous it's banned in most over-the-counter drugs. Fairberry, known to cause nausea and vomiting. Yarrow, a toxic lawn weed. Chinese rhubarb, which is a harsh laxative and dangerous diuretic that causes irreversible liver damage. <gasps> and finally, fenugreek seed. Sorry if I'm mispronouncing that, which interferes with digestion and causes both diarrhea and gas and frankly i mean i think you could assume that that's gonna happen with yeah, these pills. Yeah, yeah. but anyway this is all straight from courthousenews.com jillian's legals team replies this product was vetted by experts and we are confident we will prevail in court congratulations again, yeah i know i can't believe all that information is in front of them they're not like yeah okay maybe we went a little overboard let's on go that. with statement b <laughs> yeah maybe when we were using things that defrost airplanes like you know for wild oh my gosh so again same thing i don't see any evidence she definitely didn't win so again i assume there was a major settlement but in 2015 there was another lawsuit and this one she instigated and she came out very much the biggest winner mm. and it had nothing to do with diet pills Jillian Michaels won a $5.8 million arbitration ruling against Lionsgate in a dispute over content posted for free on YouTube. So here's basically what happened. At the peak of her success on The Biggest Loser, Michaels had a deal with Lionsgate to distribute her workout videos on DVDs, and her contract allowed the company to post clips for promotional purposes and, I don't know, use them in different uh, platforms, okay. snippets of them. The DVDs were a huge success for both Lionsgate and Jillian. They sold really well, but at the end of her contract term, she chose to move elsewhere and began producing new content with a new production company. But Lionsgate held on to her workout videos and launched a free YouTube fitness channel called Be Fit, and they put large portions of the workout videos for free Ooh. on there, okay. allowing viewers to stream parts of her work. And Jillian argued, hey, I wasn't paid for that that it's like beyond the scope of our agreement right but Lionsgate was making money on them because of course they're getting ad revenue yeah. from YouTube and of course Google owns YouTube so everyone is making money on this except Jillian right so Lionsgate and Michaels eventually reach a settlement over unpaid royalties from the YouTube revenue but the dispute didn't end there Michaels said that by continuing to post her videos for free fans were becoming less likely to pay for her workout and she was able to prove that her DVD sales were declining during this period that they were being offered for free mm -hmm. so in addition she's like I should be paid retroactively for what you put on there and you should pay me for future loss of revenue because people are are no longer buying my stuff because they're finding it for free. And the, there was a, it's a lot more complicated than that, but she had great yeah. lawyers and they were really able to show numbers that backed all of this up. And the court ruled in her favor. And many in the entertainment industry saw this as a huge victory for artists because there are so many ways these platforms can 
take advantage of artists' work and oh, yeah. Spotify and streaming, it is harder for artists to make money and to protect their work. So in this case, it was a victory for Jillian. Now, I would argue that some of her behavior and treatment of people has been criminal, but so far her legal troubles have lived safely on the civil side of crime, except for this one time where she was the victim of a crime. In 2012, Michaels experienced what so many of our Bravo celebrities and reality stars have and continue to go through when it was a home invasion. This oh is my our gosh. I know. One morning, she went to find her Hermes bag, which feels relevant. It's a nice bag, expensive bag, which where she keeps the keys to her car, which is a Bentley. Both were missing. No bag, no keys. And that's when she looks outside and sees no car in her driveway. So the police do the investigation. They find the man who stole her purse and keys and they figure out she, he actually came into her home and took them right off the kitchen table while oh. she was in another room watching TV with her family. Oh my gosh. That man actually has an interesting story. It was his second auto theft. So he got a really major sentence of 17 years in state prison. He also represented himself. I went down a rabbit hole like watching that whole thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's for another story. But he is in jail for that crime. Wow. Now, so, you know, she's had her wins. She's had her losses. And you might be thinking, okay, maybe she's just a shrewd trainer who got caught up in the money of it all. It's happened, right? Yeah. I bet she's like really cool in real life and is liked by her peers and other TV celebrities and isn't involved in any feuds. No, sorry, bad news. She gets in fights with everyone. Really? Like Al Roker. Anyone who speaks publicly about a diet that worked for them, she is right there to say why they're wrong and what's bad about their diet. And it's just annoying. Like, yeah, she isn't the only expert on this. And so right. people find what worked for them. And, you know, it turns out she has a fitness adversary and it's it's one of Bravo's own housewives. Any guesses? Is it Teresa? I don't nope. have a clue. Okay. No, no I don't know. This is her brand. She's all about working out. Oh, Tamara. Close. Um, Really close. They're peas in a pod. They're teas in a oh, pod. Oh, uh, the boring one. Teddy. Teddy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So in 2020, she came after Teddy's weight loss program, All In With Teddy, and is quoted as saying, you know, these women are not, they're not nutritionists. They're not registered dietitians. It sounds like they're not certified fitness experts. See, this is where I say, this is still Jillian talking. Yeah, of course. Get out of your lane. You don't see me commenting on politics. I don't understand half of these policies. I'm not an economist. I didn't go to school to study foreign policy. You know what I mean? That's not my lane. I would say stay in your lane. And when you're in your lane, do your work. Okay. Stay I roll. I mean, I get it, but I roll. Complete eye roll. Before you even know the next thing I tell you, you're rolling your eyes, right? I mean, mm -hmm. Teddy deserves that look. Like, sure, all sure. in with Teddy all in, has its own problems. Totally. Like, well, the all in when that all came up with all of, like, what people were doing in that program and just the things that her trainers were saying to people, the diets that she had people oh, on, it so was disgusting. Yeah. Yeah. So Jillian could have almost won me back by criticizing All In with Teddy until... Oh, no. Okay. So you have the quote I just said about, you know, staying in your lane, not speaking about things you don't know. Okay. I dug up a 2012 quote from an A&E biography interview with Jillian, and this is what she says. I would like to win a Nobel Prize. In a perfect world, I'd like to get to the place where I walk away from everything and I can be like pure Bill Gates, cure smallpox. I want to turn around and be like, I cured smallpox. How about those apples? You know what I mean? Or like, I reversed global warming, end quote. <laughs> Does this sound like a woman who is staying in her lane? That is an unhinged person. Can you imagine coming up with all of those things? In my life, like... Would I like to win a, an award? No, I don't even want to. Like, it doesn't even make sense to me. Why would I want to win a Nobel Peace Prize? I've done nothing to deserve a Nobel Peace Prize. I want to statistically, yeah, yes. Like, how many prize winners like that have ever said something that stupid? Like, oh. I just, I can't, I, the ego on this woman. The ego, exactly. It is, she is very small. The ego is massive. Like, 
I, I just, I was floored and I was so glad I found it because it just made that all the richer. How about them apples? I don't ever want to say that again because now no, she's ruined it. And we shouldn't. Like, she probably doesn't even let you eat plural apples. Never. Sugar in them. Yeah. I bet you get us like. Okay. <laughs> so there was another feud in the Bravo universe. Jillian Michaels versus Andy Cohen. Ooh. Did you know this? So it all started with a comment Andy made in 2013. He was asked, who's the least favorite guest you've ever had in the clubhouse? And yes. he, without hesitating, said Jillian Michaels. And I looked for that 2013 appearance and you can see like screenshots of it, but no links will go there. It is rubbed, but it must have been bad. But yeah. She's been on since. So Jillian, five years later, claims that Cohen hates women. She slams the Real Housewives franchise and andy responds and says this from the woman who screamed at people for a living on the biggest loser she should stay in her own lane so there's a lot of lane staying and lane there is lots of lane talk lane lots of lane talk yeah so here is a clip from a season nine episode on watch what happens live sure what is the biggest mistake people make working out or trying to lose weight Biggest mistake, um, falling into fad diets. So things like cleansing, fasting, huge mistake, damages your metabolism, eats your own muscle tissue very bad. Don't what do that. A, what about the classic um, thing that I do when I want to lose weight, which is <laughs> You look like just, you're doing things right. Thanks, which is high protein, you know, cutting out sugars and just sticking to proteins and vegetables. Is that foolproof or is that does that kind of get old if you just do it for too long for me personally i think it's unnecessary okay as long as you're working out and you're eating a reasonable amount of calories you can work in any food with moderation i just would say go chemical free so try to avoid trans fats artificial flavors right. artificial sweeteners things like that okay what about the good herb okay sorry i was listening actually listening to her expertise on high protein and vegetables but that's funny though i even wanted to hear what she had to say because there's still like some credibility i give to her right because she has this like rock and bod and works really hard for it so somehow i still cared about her opinion there oh i know i and and andy does too right i mean yeah apparently he really dislikes her but was like wait so i'm doing this high protein thing is this good like you still yeah, yeah. kind of want her stamp of approval but interesting that she talked about fads and and like so diet pills with the words fast and cleanse in them not a fad like i know she tried to make herself very likable she was like laughing really hard at him and just like look how nice i am everyone yeah it was it looks like she's trying so hard to stay kind of in in that space that you Mm -hmm. just described and i don't think it comes naturally to her yes Mm -hmm. yeah exactly so this was 2013 i'm realizing so this is post these lawsuits so she i think was trying to change her messaging a little bit Got and it. if you go i looked at all her products now she does still sell pills none of them have those names they're different and they're definitely called like wellness supplements now like she mm. has tried to angle this all to be more of like a health and wellness thing now than like a diet specific yeah. um but i do think those older products are probably goners um and for the last and most recent feud and perhaps this is the most recent people have been talking about Jillian Michaels. She was interviewed on BuzzFeed News about the topic of body positivity, which most of yeah. us would agree is a very positive change in our culture of sure. kind of self-acceptance and that beauty comes in many sizes. And the host brought up Lizzo as an example of a woman who we get to see like doing her thing, killing it, and who isn't a size of zero. Right. And we can celebrate her body. And Jillian didn't just go with that flow of conversation. She, she stopped it. Uh-huh. Did you remember this happening? Yeah, now it's sounding familiar. Uh-huh. Go ahead. I don't said, really remember it. Here's what she said. Why are we celebrating her body? Why does it matter? Why aren't we celebrating her music? Because it's not going to be awesome when she gets diabetes. <laughs> so Lizzo did not respond to this, but everyone else on the internet did. Sure. And this is kind of where we can land the story because she has not evolved with the times. In 2022, weirdly, the biggest loser is still on, but the ratings are, yeah, it went away in 2016. Okay. Came back in 2020, but viewership is down. And I looked at the chart of, yeah, it's yeah. like just keeps going down. I think it's a matter of time. 
until it's completely canceled. But the show wouldn't get pitched today. It would, it just, it wouldn't, it wouldn't live in the no. same way. It would be so, so different. And I don't think she's, she's gotten that. And so she's now on this apology tour saying it wasn't against Lizzo. She loves Lizzo. Her kids love Lizzo. It was about not, she said, you will never get me to celebrate an overweight body. I like, she just looks and views it. So it's, it's just objectively bad. And it objectively means you're unhealthy and you're going to die. And I just think we know now it, that is not always the case. Yeah. And it just keeps this focus on the external and the right. image and I think people are so desperate to move away from that to a place of more self-care mm -hmm. and self-acceptance. So she just seems so resistant to that movement that you have to wonder why. Like that's honestly, I think it's like self-hatred. I think she hates herself and she wants everyone else to. So, okay, this this is me uh, pulling from my vast knowledge of television, but you know who she reminds me of? She reminds me of Selena from um, Veep. Remember oh, on Veep? Yes. And how she okay, grew up okay. being heavier and she just hated everyone that was heavy. And it was like a self-loathing self thing. I think because they didn't have, or maybe felt like they didn't have control at that time, that they just go back and hate that person. Now that is a character on television, but I do see it for her where I feel like she just hates that she was ever in that position and kind of doesn't understand how anyone else would do it and hates the fact that she was and then therefore hates them because it, it comes from you kind of have two routes there you could you're getting healthy you're excited you want to help people on their journey or like you're a piece of crap and how dare you and I, projecting right I think you nailed it I think it's a complete projection I think she really hates herself and I think she hates people who can't do what she did I think she yeah. has no understanding of unique circumstances and factors that that impact a person's ability to lose a significant amount of weight, like genetics, circumstances, support, resources, money, all of desire, that, yeah. like all of it. Like, so yeah, yeah. anyway, yes, I think that's a great comparison. And um, <laughs> to wrap this up, she now lives in Malibu still with her new wife uh, and two kids. And I thought it might be fun because we haven't done it in a little bit. And we have a little bit of time to do a little criminality court in these rulings. Ooh, okay. We didn't get official verdicts on all of them. So Okay, so we have the Lionsgate ruling, which we did find out she's the winner, but how would you have ruled? In her favor or in like YouTube, Google, and Lionsgate? In her favor, I yeah. definitely think, yeah. Me too. Uh, false advertising, the, the smaller of the lawsuits that were uh, false advertising, guilty or not guilty? Guilty. Guilty, same. I think this one's going to be easy, but um, toxic cleanse and fat shred pills, the class action lawsuit. Ooh, this is a tough one. Guilty. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to think about it for a while, too. <laughs> Guilty. Team Andy, Team Jillian. Team Andy. Team Lizzo or Team Jillian? Team Lizzo. Okay. This is actually probably the only one that's a head scratcher. Team Teddy or Team Jillian? Pass. Um, <laughs> I don't I, I refuse. I they might live in the same box lane if you will it really is they really are. together they need to walk it out on a lane because they should actually team up those totally oh, agreed can you imagine what would their yes. show be called tale of two all all in the lane with teddy and Jillian. oh i would never uh, yeah i never i just watch. know i don't want to participate in it i don't want to watch it I don't want to think about it. I want to yeah. watch workout again, though, because I want to find that one because that was extreme, like workout people or whatever. And I wonder what the I'm sure the diet stuff was just bananas, too. I just don't remember I that. I wonder if it's still findable because I mean, I didn't look hard, but um, I, don't oh, I think it was called work, working out, working it, it out or something. I don't know. I think like it's that. just workout. Maybe. I mean, that's what my notes say. Yeah, you're probably right. I don't I don't know. Could have gotten it wrong, but I'm um, trying to make it more clever. It wasn't. Yeah, well, it could have used it. And for that matter, I wonder if like Thin, Thin Care ever changed their name or basic research. Yeah, why do I feel like Jillian and Jackie dated briefly? They might have. Maybe that's part of it. Am yeah, I making that up? Um, I did look at her dating history and I don't remember their names. I know she's with a designer right now. I can't remember. Okay. Hmm. Okay. Um, their name. But. Yeah, so that's the story of uh, Jillian Michaels. 
Wow. Our friend Kim is going to be so excited because she is not a fan of Jillian Michaels. Oh. Um, and for good reason. Now I understand why exactly. I mean, I knew a, a lot. I mean, I haven't watched it in so long, so I just yeah. don't remember how terrible it was. But I know they talked about people like absolute garbage. And it just, that that is not for me. Mm-hmm. The, other, the for me. other case against that show even set aside Jillian for a minute is that they've done you know follow-ups so many of the people have gained the weight back I mean it's yeah. this like unique situation where it's like finding love on a dating show like The mm-hmm. Bachelor it's you put them in the perfect scenario albeit a hard one but like you can succeed here within these confines but when you go That's out all the yeah. world mm-hmm. it's just so hard to sustain so I just I don't know what the point of it is anymore and I just can't believe there's someone who enjoyed building their whole career on this type of torture it just it's like psychotic to me I don't yeah so I don't understand loathing seems to be yeah what we're taking away from this yeah no I agree Mm -hmm. so why don't we instead switch gears and talk about what we've been watching that isn't Jillian Michaels sounds good would you like me to give you my clues yes that's really what I was struggling to find the words to say here you go you ready you're gonna get this don't TLC. You're going like to get Don't this. You're going to get this. Edit. You're going to get this. <laughs> I'm keeping it in. You can try to edit me all day long. You're getting it. Well, you edit. so I edit, so <laughs> it's not going anywhere. TLC, Flagstaff. I know you don't have it yet, but our listeners are cluing in. Here's where you're going to get it, Rebecca. Basement wife. Don't overthink this. Basement oh, wife. Lives. It's sister wives. That's, okay. I mean, oh, I haven't, okay. yeah, yeah, see, no. you got it. <laughs> it was going to be like a very specific niche. No, niche no, no, no. About sister wives that I didn't know. Sister wives, season 17, it's back, baby, and it's better oh. than ever. Yes. <laughs> so we are two weeks in. We're living in 2021, like literally like January is when we're seeing Ooh. this from. Are you ready Dark. for that? Lots of COVID yeah. stuff. Yeah. But... Now we are watching in real time Cody and Christine breaking up. Christine coming to Cody and saying, I can't do this anymore. And the best part of the whole thing is the episode this past week was called The Favorite Wife. We are hearing them with their words say how Robin gets preferential treatment, how her kids get preferential treatment, all this stuff that everyone's kind of hinted at and everyone off of the show talks about is finally being addressed it's so good so if you've dropped off the sister wives train you have to come back on to this season if you've never watched it it's going to take a lot for you to get there but mostly people who haven't watched or who have watched it and just skipped a little bit it's so good guys it's so good it's messy christine is a freaking saint our entire tiktok is just me putting audio over Cody doing yes. things. Yes. That's all all it's just a TikTok, a sister wives stan account at this point. It remind me, is she your favorite? Christine. I love Christine. Yeah, I yes. So. Okay. She's a basement wife. She's gone. They on the um show now, like in the preview, it shows the rings, you know, like they had the four rings and one of the rings falls down because Whoa. she's gone now. It's so that's good. And we're dramatic. hearing his older kids don't want to talk to him, which all of these things are sad, right? That is a sad thing that his kids are like not wanting to have anything to do with him. But it's his freaking choices that are like doing this. So it's consequences. like totally. And hopefully he'll see it. And I bet he's a giant narcissist. So anyway, if you like Sister Wives content, um, Surviving Sister Wives is like my favorite podcast. They're so good. So funny. Um, and yeah, so our TikTok right now is... Sorry, Rebecca. Basically, only Sister Wives content until I move on, which okay. won't be this you, season. You own our content on TikTok, and I am fine with that. You're doing a great job. It's it's something. So anyway, that's where I'm at. I haven't. I had a lot going on last week, so I didn't make it to any other TV. So Rebecca, yeah. yeah. What are I've you watching? Some stuff. Um, first of all, thank you for the Barry wreck. I went back to it. So with good. My and we're both really enjoying it. Okay, I'm going to go with this really new one that was a great recommendation from my friend Kathy. I want to say thank you to her because I was really needing a new show. Okay. Um, It's on Amazon Prime. It's set in London. And the main theme 
of this story is unplanned pregnancy. Ooh, I have no idea. Okay, it's called Catastrophe. I've seen it, yes, sorry. No, that's okay. Yeah, I don't think I had seen it, but what's so funny is she had told me the name and all I could remember was that it was one word and like not good, not a good thing. Mm-hmm. And I got stuck on Revenge. And there is a show called Revenge. There is. From like not 2011. Mm-hmm. And I was like, this just doesn't seem like something she would watch and recommend. Yeah. And so I verified. And she's like, it was catastrophe, not revenge. Yeah. Anyway, revenge is about a couple. No, nope, a- not revenge. No. See? <laughs> see how I get myself into all kinds of trouble <laughs> in my life? Catastrophe is about a couple. They're not a couple. It's a one night stand turned into like a six night stand. He's American, um, was in London for business. They meet and she's Irish, but lives in London and she gets pregnant and he comes back and like picks up, like picks up his life, moves in and is like, I want to do this with you. And they're right. older. They're like late thirties, forties. So they're both kind of like, why not? We both seem mm-hmm. like nice people, but it's really funny. And it's written by the two starring actors. They wrote it. Rob Delaney, right? He's Rob Delaney. Mm. Yes. And um, I'm sorry, I don't have her name in front of me. She's excellent. And so, you know, their cultures are clashing. They don't really know each other. Now they're having a baby and they're kind of dating and talking about getting married. And it's so fun. And it's in London. So, you know, I love it. Yeah. And it's great. It's a great, fun palate cleanser to pretty much everything else. That's great. I need to, you know what? I think I watched the first two seasons maybe and just didn't. Oh, you not watched like it was, two seasons? Yeah, yeah. I've seen it. Oh. I saw it when it, it back when it was first put on Amazon. I forgot about it because it's yeah, been it's out for a new. while. It's like 2015. I know. But I liked Rob Delaney on Twitter. He became like a Twitter breakout star. He was no one way. of those people who became popular from their Twitter and that's where everything kind of set off for him. No way. And so, yeah, I mean, I could be making that up, but I feel pretty strongly that that's the case. So that's interesting. Yeah, so super funny. Um yeah, he's he's great, so. So you didn't love it. Okay. No, I did. I just don't remember why I stopped watching. Yeah. I, I mean, I'm very I forgot. Like, halfway into season one, so I don't know if it kind of tapers off, but I'm excited yeah. there's several seasons and I'm like looking forward to keeping going, but we'll see. Yeah. Maybe it will end up being a bust. Um, as for more clues, next episode, are you ready? No, um, I <laughs> made the decision this morning and uh, let's uh, see what happens. That works. Here are your clues, Rebecca. Ready? Ready. Cooking. Skating. Mm. Boxing. Whoa. Mm-hmm. I think of different people when I think of skating and boxing. So they must be on a cooking show, but who and two sports. Okay. Mm. Yep. You'll I've get it. ideas, but yeah. um, I'm not sure. Okay. Um, sounds exciting, though. And I like our fitness uh, theme. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I just remembered... Uh, and the listener messaged us saying, do you have a running list of all the shows we've been watching that we recommend? And the answer is definitely not. Um, but I'm going to see if basic research can pull it together. <laughs> we usually post an Instagram post with a picture of both shows, usually on the like week after an episode airs, but going for a whole Instagram is kind of annoying. So I was thinking it would be a cool idea if we had like a Google Doc. Yeah, a running list. Uh, and we are working on a website, everybody. So Yay. maybe we can add that to the website. So good suggestion from a listener uh, would be a nice thing to access. So working on it. Yeah. And if you know on the episode you listen to, if you're like, oh, they talked about a show I wanted to see, it is in the show notes. So you have it in we there always as well. do put it in the show notes. That's mm-hmm. right. But I would never remember. Never going Which backwards. Episode, they no. said, someone said something like, I'm gone. Yeah, no. I'm out. Mm-hmm. I need a yeah. Google Doc. Just send me into one place. One <laughs> um, so yeah, well, this was fun, Melissa. I hope you have a wonderful birthday weekend. Thank you. I'm sure I will. It will be <laughs> a birthday weekend. <laughs> it is um, what it is. It is. And it is almost your birthday. So It is. Thank you. All right. Well, thanks, everybody, for listening. On Tuesdays, you can catch Melissa on Moms and Murder. And you can follow us on Instagram at Criminality Show. And on TikTok at Criminality Podcast TikTok. 
Sorry about that. Um, and Rebecca is doing more stuff in the world of dialogue coming up. So she's yeah. going to have new stuff there. So make sure you are subscribed to her feed so you can get it right away when it comes out immediately. Yeah. Next month. I'm very excited to come back. So thanks oh, yay. for the patience. Yeah. And until then, thanks everyone for listening. Have a great two weeks. Thank you for listening to Criminality. If you're enjoying the show, please head over to Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen and give the show a rating and review. The reality is it would be a crime to keep your thoughts to yourself. And come join the fun outside of the podcast and follow us on social media. We are at Criminality Show on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Memes are welcome. We'll see you in two weeks with a new episode. Until then, you can catch my co-host Melissa on her weekly show, Moms and Murder and Rebecca Sebastian on her podcast, Dialogue, a true crime conversation. Don't forget, loving reality isn't a crime.